In this episode of Scaling Postgres, we talk about ANSI Schmancy, Split Brain, Performance Scenarios, and Parallelism. I'm Creston Jameson, and this is Scaling Postgres, Episode 10. Our first article is ANSI Schmancy, How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Postgresisms. And this was actually a presentation done at the recent PostgresConf in Jersey City, New Jersey. And this can be found at the sayrope.github.io um, blog because it was actually um, Sayrope Sarkuni that did this presentation. So what this article is about is that you can choose to treat your database in an agnostic way, meaning you tr store your data in Postgres just as you would MySQL or Oracle and use ANSI compliant SQL for everything. And potentially in the future, you may transition to another database. Um, however, this presentation talks about how we learn to stop worrying about that and love all the features and power that comes with using Postgres specific features. So this was a really great presentation that covers a lot of different features of Postgres, especially for developers and how to use it. So here's just to touch on some of the interesting things that he mentioned support for dollar quoting so instead of doing quotes like this in single quotes you can use dollar quotes he talks about a hotel booking example using range types and exclusions to make sure you don't double book a room he talks about uh, filtered aggregates as opposed to using a complex case statement you could use filtered aggregates to do these types of queries um, he talks about foreign data wrappers and how they could connect up to Redis or Oracle or other database systems. So very, very comprehensive. And I've just touched the surface on what's there, but definitely a presentation that you should review. Now there is a YouTube post of it that someone put up and it is someone manually doing the recording. So if you want to look at the presentation as part of it, you can check out this YouTube video and I'll include a link in the show notes. The next article is GitLab crawling back online after breaking its brain in two. A database replication snafu took down three out of five PostgreSQL servers. So this is at the register.co.uk is where I saw the initial report. It discusses an issue that GitLab was very recently experiencing where they had a split brain issue. And it includes links, and again, I'll include these links in the show notes, where they talk about the issue and actually their infrastructure issues area on GitLab itself. And they say there was a database failover that was accidentally performed leading to a split brain problem. So if you're unfamiliar with this, it's basically you have a primary database, but suddenly you promote one of the replicas. So now you have two primaries and some of your traffic may be talking to the old primary, some may be talking to the new primary. So it's, you have transactions potentially going to both and how do you resolve those? So what I found interesting about this is that it definitely goes into depth and has discussions on how they're dealing with the situation uh, and what steps they're taking. Uh, so definitely an in-depth fly on the wall view of, of what's going on. And related to this, they also released this Google doc that describes the, the issue as well you may want to review. So definitely, if you 
are responsible for operations, you might review this and uh, potentially find out some things that are beneficial to you. The next post is actually a presentation. It's PostgreSQL 10 Performance and You by Gabriel Inslein. And this is at speakerdeck.com, and I will include the link in the show notes, of course. And this was particularly interesting because he actually goes over different scenarios. So for example, a scenario where you're collecting quotes, he discusses encountering a particular um, issue with performance, and well, a solution to that would be using the native table partitioning that's part of version 10. He discusses another scenario where using full text JSON searching in Postgres 10 could help resolve the issue. So he basically has business cases and then discusses how Postgres 10 can help resolve those. Also talks about using parallel queries for particular queries that are hitting the database. So basically having a business case and then applying a new feature in Postgres 10 that could help solve it. So definitely a presentation I suggest you check out. The next article related to uh, parallelism is actually called Let's Speed Things Up. And this is from uh, the dataegret.com blog. And it discusses the new parallel features. There were a few that were added in version 9.6 and also version 10. And he discusses several different parameters that you can set to, and even this very useful graph to help you understand what settings these parameters affect in terms of max worker processes, max parallel workers per gather. So it's individual processes that are doing the parallel work and then the number of max parallel workers and even has a suggestion on how you can configure these given a particular size database. So here he says a 32 CPU cores and SSDs. So one thing to keep in mind if you're changing these configuration settings is that you're not really getting anything for free. Whenever you're going to utilize more CPUs or CPU cores for doing parallel operations, that means there's less available for something else. So if you're already close to getting high on your CPU, 60, 70, 80%, uh, and you're hoping that this is going to magically give you faster queries, it all depends on what kind of load you're experiencing. You may execute certain queries faster in parallel, but it may be at the expense of concurrency for non-parallel queries. Uh, so it's definitely something that you'll have to experiment with given your workload, what settings work best. So definitely a blog post to check out if you're considering using more of the parallel features that PostgreSQL offers. The next post is PostgreSQL's F-Sync Surprise. So this is an article that's discussing an interesting issue with the Linux kernel and how it handles writes to the disk. So PostgreSQL relies upon the operating system to actually commit items to the disk. It doesn't do direct writes to the disk. It relies on uh, the operating system, if it runs on Linux, the Linux operating system to do it. But there are some cases that some errors can occur and they're not being reported back which means you could potentially get data corruption. So this goes into a lot of detail and a lot of quotes from, I believe, listservs of people discussing the issues and how to potentially uh, address it. So if you're responsible for ops, again, this is an interesting art 
difficult to look at to just understand what the situation is. Long term, they're basically moving to direct I.O. Uh, to the disk would give Postgres greater control, but there's a quote here that says it would be a metric ton of work to do that and not have, and not relying on the operating system to do it. So definitely an interesting issue that's been brought to the forefront. The next article, uh, Getting Started with Petroni, and this is from the ops-.com blog. So Petroni is a tool for allowing PostgreSQL servers to operate in high availability configurations. So it can automatically fail over from a primary to a replica that's running. So this post goes over how to set up Petroni. And it says you do need a distributed configuration manager uh, to use Petroni. And it indicates it supports Zookeeper, etcd, and console. Uh, they're using in their example uh, etcd or etcd. And they discuss how to install it installing Postgres, setting up the configuration files so that you can set up so it can automatically trigger a failover when needed. So if you're considering using an automatic failover for your PostgreSQL replication instances, definitely check out this article. The next article is called Aura Migrator, moving from Oracle to PostgreSQL even faster. And this is on the cybertech-postgresql.com blog. And they're describing a tool or utility called Aura Migrator. And it basically allows using a Oracle foreign data wrapper enables from a Postgres server to connect to Oracle, copy over system tables, and then copy over data uh, as it indicates as part of a single transaction. So it's basically a way to migrate from an Oracle database to a, using a PostgreSQL database. Now it assumes that it's just going to be copying over tables, maybe some primary foreign keys, some indexes, some things of that nature that it recreates, not so much the stored procedures that would exist in Oracle. You would have to do those manually, but this tool can get you a lot of the way there. So if you are currently using Oracle and considering migrating to PostgreSQL, definitely a blog post to check out. The next blog post is Cloud SQL for Postgres SQL now generally available and ready for your production workloads. So much as I reported a number of weeks ago that uh, Azure has gone into general availability with their PostgreSQL solution, now it appears that Google has done the same. So if you use Google Cloud or you're looking for a hosting platform for your PostgreSQL database, you can check them out. And the last article is actually an in-depth tutorial that I put together on PostgreSQL replication monitoring. So I'd done a number of tutorials setting up uh, replication in different ways. And I went ahead and did a tutorial about monitoring or what you want to keep track of using the system views that PostgreSQL provides. So I go over that, uh, show you how to track for different timing and explaining what some of the different columns mean in terms of extracting lag or delay between the master and replications and, and what to watch out for when you have replication active. You know, probably the most important points is if you're using replication slots that the replication slot is active for any active replicas as well as you have an entry in PG stat replication for each replica. So if you use uh, streaming replication and want to get a bit more information about monitoring, I encourage you to check it out. That does it for this episode of Scaling Postgres. 
you can get links to all the content presented in the show notes. Be sure to head over to scalingpostgres.com where you can sign up to receive weekly notifications of each episode, or you can subscribe via YouTube or iTunes. Thanks. Thanks.